Sharks finish up a five-game homestand without a win. A rough one for the Sharks. They do produce some offense and show some life, but wasn't enough. We'll break this one down and more coming up right now here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is February 29th. It's a leap day, and the Sharks leap into March without a win since the All-Star break, except for one in Calgary. Welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live and interactive Sharks postgame. We do this after every game, so if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans and hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social all around the social media garbage, as Landy would say. You can find everything at tealtownusa.com. Of course, you can support the pod by hitting us up in Venmo at tealtownusa or hit us up in the YouTube chat right now with a donation. So with that, thank you very much for joining us. Yes, it is, once again, myself and Ian Bloggs Hockey. Ian? How are you, bud? Fine. Life is good. I mean, it's fine, right? It's all fine. It's fine. Everything is Sharks fine. Do bad, it's good. I yeah. I mean, look at. They, they, I thought like this game, like when it started, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a rough night. And I think other than the six million penalties. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> You know, that made this game last what felt like an eternity. Yes. Um, I think all things considered, I mean, it was, it wasn't last game. No, no, no. It, it, like we said in last game, at least make it entertaining. And, the, and these two teams did yeah. that tonight. So that's, that's, yes, that's more than good. Uh, if you like special teams, boy, howdy, does this game for you? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it started off a little slow, you know, and it started it started a little chaotic too, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I mean, Fowler gets gets hurt right off the hop, basically. Um, yeah, it just it was just it was kind of like a there's like a feeling out process, um, and then you know, um, Kapokakinen didn't have a great start to the game. No. Uh, and that kind of made things like that's where you're kind of like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. And it's the Ducks this time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the Ducks have some some nice young pieces. But, I mean, they're basically in the process of kind of rebuilding the rebuild a little bit. Right. And to I, – I, I'm sure we've said it before. And I'm sure we – and I'm sure the, on Pucknologist it was said – this is one on the calendar where you could circle and be like, yeah, this is one the Sharks should have or, or could get. Could get, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it did start out nicely for Anthony Duclair. You know, about less than three minutes in, he he gets the opening goal uh, from Zetterlin and Ohokduke. Uh, but that didn't last long. No. <laughs> Leo Carlson would make it 1-1 with the goal with his ninth of the season 20 seconds later. While the Sharks were on the power play, about a minute and a half later, Leeson, I think, had all the time in the world to skate in and 
and you know go do 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 around Mike Hoffman uh, to make it two one Anaheim after twenty. I mean, chaotic and then frustration. I I think you could say because uh, as you you said about Kakinen, this is one night he's probably wanting to forget. Yeah, if I'm Capo Kakinen, this is this is a this is definitely a game that I'm putting in the rear view as quickly as possible. I don't think like, look it, I think you, you know, you pointed out on the, like when you're on the power play, like someone gets a breakaway on your own net, basically. I mean, Mike Hoffman never the, you know, no one's ever going to confuse Mike Hoffman for being a good two way forward. Um, really awful defensive effort by him. Um, yeah. You know, as, and, and, I don't think Hackenden was very good, but you know, two things can also be true. The team in front of him didn't help him at all either. No. Um, and I think that there has been other games like this where I think Hackenden's done a good job of kind of, you know, holding the fort regardless of what, what the team in front of him does. Yeah. Uh, but tonight wasn't a good defensive effort by the Sharks at all. No. Well, um, you know, uh, 12 goals in, in their last two games, you know, it's, uh, it's not great. It's not good. Not great. Nope. No, but it's, but it was entertaining, right? Like, I, again, yes. I don't, did I want the Sharks to beat the Ducks tonight? No, <laughs> of course not. Like, look at man, they're, they're in a dead heat with Chicago right now for, for best odds. Now, again, best odds don't guarantee you anything. Um, obviously we, you know, we've seen that more times than, than we can count. Like yeah. we've seen plenty of teams that have finished dead last in the league, get screwed by the lottery, you know, oh, and, yeah. and then people will be like, well, you know, Gary Batman, but we've seen teams that like you would think, you know, that you would think would not be, you know, you'd, you'd think that the, the NHL would be kind of partial to like Detroit, for example. Completely so. agree. You know, I mean, whether it's Boston or Chicago, it's, you know, you would think Detroit would be in there. But, yeah, no, I, I get I get what you're what you're saying there. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's that's why the original six exists and not the original 22. But that's, I that's true. Yeah, I, I like I just you know what I mean? Like, I, I just I know that I have very little time for the you know, the lottery is fixed crowd. And I know there's a loud vocal majority of people that, you know, think that I'm dumb and whatever, and that's fine. But it's one of those, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where like the way it works is, you know, it's like, it's done by a completely independent body. And again, you don't have to believe that, but I don't know why they would lie about it. I mean, if you're, if you're a person who is, in the sports is fixed you know it's all just it's all according to the script like why are you watching i don't like i if i believe that i couldn't watch because why what's the point yeah no if if you knew what was going on it's but yeah what what are we doing what are we what are we really doing you know yeah and then why are you having 32 teams if you're gonna like so well i mean you know know, i and again i i don't want to derail the show i just like if i if i believe that i just i wouldn't be able to enjoy because i wouldn't be able to invest in it because what's the point right right so two one after one uh and then the parade to the penalty box began you know we all want a parade down west santa clara street people um you know this wasn't the one that we wanted uh but anaheim would take three penalties in like the first 
almost 15 minutes of the period. San Jose would take two in in about a minute. And uh, somehow the same result happened for both teams. Uh, you know, Kalorn would make it 3-1 early, about five minutes in. And then on the power play, Mike Hoffman uh, takes a one-timer. It doubled the flex off of two Ducks players and in to end his 28-game career-long schneid. I mean, Ian, this was a guy that we, we had talked many times over the season how he would probably be a good trade piece uh that's what i mean that was the hope right yeah um so nice to see him get off the schneid there yeah but is that is like i don't think that is going to uh, you know is is that gonna be oh his scouts are gonna be like oh well look he just scored so we better get him while he's hot like at his i can't again i i I look at this team i look up and down it and i go who who do people want like i think anthony declares a player that players that teams would probably want and he had a really good showing tonight Mm -hmm. which is good for him and potentially good for the sharks i think of of what you're probably trading anthony declare is probably your best trade chip but i don't think that's saying too much and that's not a disrespect to declare. I think no. he's, been, he's been fine this year, but I just, I can't see teams. Maybe they do. Who knows, man? Like maybe if the Sharks retain some salary on him, cause he's a free agent at the end of the year, maybe, maybe someone takes a flyer on him, but I just, you know, and again, maybe I'm just too close to it. Maybe I'm just, I'm just so sour on this organization right now that I'm just, maybe I'm just being way too negative. Well, the, the, I think the more than anything, I mean, you, you need to see some sort of highlights or some sort of good vibes, anything yeah. to talk about or anything positive about this. You know, uh, I mean, the thing to me is you're digging deep and you're not finding a lot of things. And Duclair on this homestand, you know, four goals and an assist. So you take that, so you average the point a game in this five-game stretch. I mean, unfortunately, the beginning of the homestand, he had two goals. The end of the homestand, he had two goals and an assist. Yeah. And in between, not so much. So. Yeah, I mean, look at I mean, I, he's definitely the most, like, he's he's definitely gotten to offense going at the wrong. And look at this team's been pretty starved for offense. So to get any production from from guys i mean obviously tonight was a was a good night for the offense they definitely got on the board uh people got tacos That's yes good for them i mean i'm always happy for people when they get tacos um but you know so i think to putting up points while while the team's been kind of starved for offense i mean that's that's commendable and i again i hope the sharks get something at the trade deadline because that would just be nice but i just i I have doubts. I mean, you look at the the trades that have happened already, right? Um, I mean, Chris Tanev was was a guy who it seemed like teams were interested in. He got a decent return, but yeah, if that set the market, then you know, again, I have concerns about what the Sharks would get for anyone. Exactly. I, I was totally going to mention that later on. It's going to be interesting the deadline. Um, how how first aren't getting you know, given out like candy, uh, just yet. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, Gen X, it's always good to see you are in friend, one of our OG, f- uh, friends of the show. Yes. 
Duke's been a proven player the last three years. Ottawa screwed the pooch, letting him walk. He proved yep. himself in Florida. They and then they screw the pooch. He's a proven scoring middle six forward. I, I to me, I would love for Duclair to be a part of this team going forward. But does does things line up with the organization and him right now? Yeah, I mean, again, the Sharks don't have a lot of things. I like Anthony Duclair. Like, I think Anthony Duclair is a really good player. And I was really excited when the Sharks brought him in. Um, I think sometimes I think he's... I think my only gripe with his game is there are times where I find he's really soft on the forecheck a little bit. And I think that's kind of problematic. But when he's on, man, when he is on, he he's great. Um, and I agree, like there's there's teams where I thought he was definitely going to stick around on and it just hasn't worked out for whatever reason. And if I'm the senator, especially the senators, man, like the senators, big time. this is a team that needs to make the playoffs sometime soon. Right. And I think it's hard because I think a lot of the guys like Ottawa has been a team that's been kind of victimized by injuries. A lot of the guys that they said, this is going to be our core, have just had just brutal injury problems. Josh Norris has had injury problems. Shabbat's had some injury problems. You know, Um, it seems like every time they it seems like the guys that they thought were going to be the guys to lead the way they've had trouble keeping them in the lineup. And that's, you know, that's. Some of that's just bad luck, right? It sounds very um, familiar out here, too. <laughs> yeah, it's different, though. Like, this team isn't expected. Like, yeah, the oh, no, have had you're... a lot of injuries this year, but yeah. but they weren't expected to do anything. Like, right. No, you know, no, Ottawa, it's... it seems like, you know, they're they're kind of spinning their wheels in the mud. And it's, you know, part of the problem is a lot of the guys that they said, this is going to be the core. These are the guys that we've put money on to be the core they they've had trouble staying healthy and i think that's a big part of the reason why they haven't had that breakthrough season yet um and some of it's been you know just management around the edges and stuff so yeah uh that's on on them for blowing that because i i've always liked anthony declare uh no yeah. matter which team he's been on uh, get getting some quotes from uh, the locker room of, with Duclair. So we'll just get into that really quick. It was a game that everyone needed to step up and we weren't pleased with our effort, but we stayed till the end. Uh, you know, uh, some positives, we didn't get the win, so a lot to learn from. So I'll have to save the Hattie for another time. It's a positive. <laughs> yeah. Get those moral victories in, guys. We all know what time of year it is, but guys are staying dialed in. It's a stressful time, but we're all professionals here, declaring the deadline coming. Um, you know, it is it is tough. I mean, I, I can't imagine, and, and I've had it a little bit with, with my job, mm-hmm. where you're kind of looking over your head and you're just waiting for management to come and tell you uh, you've been, you're getting traded. You're getting transferred <laughs> to another city. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's not like it's five minutes away. You know, it's uh, I, I love the comparison that you, you brought up to me before between it's not like Mississauga to Brampton. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, it could be it could be anywhere. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these guys you have. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Four games before the trade deadline now. Uh, I think three people in the chat probably got that, like, understand that reference to the point. 
where it's funny. Some people are like, what are we talking what about? What are we talking about? Okay. Okay. Let's put it in layman's terms. It's like if there were teams in, in San Jose and Santa Clara or Walnut Creek and Concord. So, or San Francisco and Oakland. If the, I mean, that's a little bit str- more of a stretch, but yeah, yeah, you you guys get what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, there there's that. Uh, Jerry F in the chat, tacos and tanking in the same game. <laughs> I'm like, what more do you want, people? What? I mean, are are you not entertained? I'm entertained. Th- no, but that's that's exactly what we were talking about last game. Is that yep. stay in it, hang in there. Like Ducare said, some positives. You know, uh, but they're hanging in there with it. Uh, nice to see William Eklund get a power play goal. Yes. The, to tie the game up. Tough part. He did take two penalties in this one, too. But he did draw, I think, at least one or, or maybe two. I, 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 I lost count in this game on in these this game had penalties. A lot of penalties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, William Eklund's a guy who I think has been getting a little bit of heat of late like he's been he got some heat on the pucknologist last couple of weeks and right. i get it right like obviously he's a guy who the sharks are looking at to be an offensive weapon uh for this team and obviously when he's not scoring i think with with couture and hurdle being out though like it does make things a little more challenging because again like when when you have all your guys in the lineup, especially guys like Couture and and Hurdle, you can kind of stretch out your offense a little bit, and you can kind of shelter some guys from like really tough minutes, right? Right. Um, not that I not that I think that that hurt that um Hurdle, sorry, uh, that Eklund's been overly sheltered at any point this season, but I think when you are as injured up front as the Sharks are. Uh, William Eklund's playing a lot of really tough minutes and obviously you want to kind of see him thrive in that. And he hasn't, I don't, I think it's fair to say that maybe he hasn't thrived in it, but I think he's done well. And I think when, you know, again, like William Eklund's young enough to the point where I'm not concerned about his development at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, I can understand why people are getting upset, but I, I, but I kind of wish there was a little more brake pumping on, some of the the Eklund uh, vitriol that I've seen and kind of heard, um, just because I think he, you know, it's 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 a lot of things. Like he's he changed to center kind of in the middle of the season. Right. Um, playing center in the NHL is hard. Um, and and again, like no one on this team is scoring, right? And I think if the expectation, like if your expectation is that William Eklund should have just exploded and put the team on his back, and you know. And just like kind of carried the, all the offense. I just think your expectations are wildly unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those games where you you aren't depending on goaltending because the offense finally came out to play. Well, and... I mean, it, but if but if but if Capo Kakinen makes a few more saves in this game and and maybe doesn't start like I don't this, again this wasn't a great game for Capo Kakinen. No. If Capo Kakinen plays to the level that we've seen him play all year, this is probably a win. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, unfortunately 3 goals on 10 shots at the beginning of this game uh isn't going to cut it, you know. Yeah. And, and that's that's the one that's the painful one here uh to see. Uh, seeing that Ty Emerson, it was, it happened on the last shift, his last yeah. shift in the first period did not return. Uh, looks like it is lower body. They're not sure mm-hmm. if he's going to go on the road trip. 
so we'll see. And it's a quick two-game road trip, so we'll see what's going on here. Um, Jerry F., I'm sorry, didn't mean to That's hold back your yeah. super chat. Uh, thanks to all of you at Teal Town USA for being a rare beacon of light for the Sharks fans in an otherwise horrid season. Sharks fans are still the greatest. Jerry, appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and thank you very much for your support uh, throughout this season. Uh, definitely uh, don't take it for granted. Uh, nope, absolutely not. Uh, so let's uh, finish up the, the the craziness. More penalties galore in the, in the third period. I guess they're hoping to be tried out for the uh, playoffs where they put their whistles away on everything. Uh, but, you know, 5-3 after one. Both the Ducks and the Sharks get a goal each. Uh, Duclair would get it to, to cut it to 5-4. Lundestrom would get an empty netter to finish it off. Um, but overall, I definitely... Um, definitely some positives to take. I mean, yeah, we... You don't want moral victories, Ian, but you know no. you, you take well. You, but you, you kind of do it. at this point, right? Right. Like, you kind of do at this point. Moral victories are better than actual victories. Um, I don't. I mean, it's so hard, right? Because again, like we know, like we know what's going on. We we look at the standings. We see what the standings are. Um, you know, again, finishing dead last doesn't guarantee you anything. But better odds are better than worse odds. I mean, that's right. just how odds work. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, at this, you know, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Like, I do get it. Like you want to see some progress with some players, I think. Um, but I don't know. I would still take moral victories over, uh, over real ones at this point in the season. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you, if you finished it last year, at least getting third overall, uh, at the very worst. Um, and then, what eighteen point five percent chance of getting number one? Yeah, good luck. It's, well, it is what it is, man. It's yep. it's it's it is a lottery. Yes, yes. Um, getting to what uh, David Quinn said, I like our game. I just didn't like the score. Well, okay. And I guess I mean. Uh, encouraging to see the power play score. Our entries got better. I thought our power play got better as the game went on. Well, yeah, when you give up a shorthanded goal on your first try, yeah, it got better. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, the thing with this is, like, the floor is, like, so low. It's like that that the sign, our expectations were low, but holy... It, mm. It's Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, you know, it's it's easy to to exceed expectations when they're when they're basically subterranean. Oh, for sure. Uh Sharks did go 3 for 6 on the power play. Granted, they did give up a shorty. Anaheim unfortunately did go 2 for 5 on the power play tonight against a a, a PK that was pretty good. Um you know, not too long ago. Uh, and even Brett Hedekin said something tonight at the end on the broadcast. I thought it was a disappointing game from Kakinen, which we've already mentioned. The PK leaked oil tonight, uh, but players won 50-50 battles. I, I definitely saw a lot more physicality out of these guys and making sure that they aren't going to take any crap that Anaheim was going to deliver out of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. So, uh, 
so Sharks lose this one, uh, six to four. Nice to see some guys uh, excel. Uh, Granlin with three assists. Eklund had a goal. Uh, Hoffman had a goal and assist. So nice to see people all around contribute. Uh, it was also a Black History, um, the celebration of Black History tonight at the Shark Tank. So the warmups, which aren't even the warmups, uh, you know. I love the I love the creativity and the logos and with the sharks you know always iconic that they have that 90s vibe nice to see the 90s vibe this kind of reminded me of you know 90s hip-hop look with mm -hmm. it and along uh, uh, along with the, the cassette tape and the boom box uh, definitely had uh, I, th I think it was Martin that kind of had like a similar logo design for that so it was nice to see but more so Ian you know there have been contributions um from from uh all over the, the history of the sharks franchise uh not just with players you know we go from mike McHugh to you know the trio that's in the sharks right now and of course you can't forget mike greer as the gm but mm -hmm. also was a player but to me and i almost put this as a poll question but honestly i don't think there's any other way you could put this Terry Smith was the Sharks designer. He designed both primary Sharks logos. I mean, you talk about an impact that put the sports world on its spin with the memorabilia and yeah. how, how important different colors, new dynamic logos and everything, along with what the likes of Evander Kane, Joel Ward. I mean, mm -hmm. Wardo had an epic playoff year that year they went to the Cup. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, um, it's funny because like when you talk about like uh, like logos and marketing and everything, it was funny because when I was in high school, we actually had to do a unit on in, in our business class on on the sharks and how they um, and just how they were such a phenomenon commercially for the first um, seasons, man. I mean, like, look, I saw that that I, I saw that jersey once and I said, that's that's my team now. Right. Like that legit like i i saw the logo and i saw the the, the jersey and i'm like done i'm like <laughs> i apparently don't know how time zones work i'm an idiot uh but done no were you and i was all in like now would you um uh what is it i know you had lived out here briefly in california was where were you when the sharks came out in 91 oh i mean i was i was 11 i was home oh okay <laughs> Okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, yeah, I don't no, mean no, to no. put you on the spot, but I was like, I, I'm like, yeah. But I mean, that that logo resonated all over, whoop, all over North America. So definitely want to yeah. give a shout out to to everybody that has contributed, um, in in the Sharks world, not least of which hockey world with Willie O'Ree, um, among others. Yeah. So. I mean like a lot of contributions like across the board, right? Like it's just, um, it's a, like, and I'm glad, and I'm glad that, you know, the NHL and the sharks and we take time to recognize the, the contributions like Willie O'Ree, you know, is a guy who, um, you know, like he, I don't like when people say he was, he was hockey's Jackie Robinson because like Willie O'Ree was a, was a good player, but he wasn't, he wasn't, 
I, I it's it's such an apples and oranges comparison, right? Because like yes, Jackie right. Robinson broke the color barrier and and Willie O'Ree kind of did in hockey, but but like Jackie Robinson's like a Hall of Famer, right? Like a right. Hall of Fame player, whereas like Willie O'Ree is is a guy who could go in the Hall of Fame as a builder. I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame or not. I feel like he should Willie be in as, as a builder. Yeah. Um, but like not for his play, because like cause he was never super talented, and that's not that's not a knock. That's just facts. I mean, go look up the go look up the numbers. Oh, yeah, um, they they speak for themselves, right? But um, super, you know, but still like important nonetheless. No, totally, 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 totally. So, um, that uh, a couple of other stats I'm seeing from Shark Stats on Twitter. Our good friend Darren Stevens. The twenty-fifth time that uh, the Sharks have given up two goals within two minutes, um, just crazy. The Sharks have also allowed goals within two minutes or less apart five times in the last two games. That's that's not good. I mean, that's. That's always to me. That always reminds me of Vegas playing the Sharks because they just get on them so quickly. So, but it's I not good team. No, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, lower body injury for Ty Emerson. No word yet if he will travel this weekend per DQ. Yeah, I mean so. the hits keep coming for for the Sharks. Uh, obviously, Ty Emerson goes down with an injury. It'll be interesting to see what they do there. If they're going to call a guy back up, right. Uh, I guess, do they call Jacob McDonald back up? I don't know who else on the Barracuda they could call up at this point. Um, obviously, Blackwood was placed on the on the IR, mm-hmm. so he's going to be out. Looks like, uh, obviously, the Sharks, as I kind of alluded to on the last show, um, they obviously they called up Magnus Krona. Sounds like Magnus Krona is going to get a game. I hope to God they actually play in front of him. But oh given God, the please. play of the last few um games there's no i just i feel bad i I think they're gonna throw them in it's not gonna be good um yeah it's either i mean you have minnesota and dallas back to back this weekend and it's like who do you who do you who who do you you put where you know oh i think you play capo cock and dallas Dallas, and then she, and then, you know, if, if, if that's going to be the thing, I think Magnus Corona probably starts against Minnesota. But Minnesota is a team that, you know, is but, still fighting. So yeah. it's I don't think I, there's no there's no win win there. And no. I don't think you want to like I think Kakanen could play both games. But do you want to risk injury? Probably not. Right. You know, the more the more consecutive starts a guy gets, the more you risk, you know, having Magna Crona be the, the default by default and that we don't want that. So I mean, I, think, I, I mean Minnesota's like they're they're still kinda hanging around, but they've got some definite points to make up. There's there's no real I don't know, I don't I don't think there's an ideal start for Magnus Crona in the in the two games. Yeah, I mean there's no like, oh, that's the perfect time to play him. No. It, it's not. And let's hope like heck, you know, Kakinen stays healthy. <laughs> or or doesn't absolutely poop the bed, you know, uh, you know. So yeah, we'll I, see. And I, the, I start Krona against if you're if you're dead set on giving Krona another start, I probably do it against Minnesota and just pray the team actually shows up because um, the the team has not played well in front of Magnus Krona uh, ever <laughs> right. so far in his in his uh, in his brief stints um, in the big clubs. So yeah, 
So we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I know you would love to play against your former team in Minnesota, but I think you have to go with what you have right now. So Minnesota currently in the sixth spot for the wild card. They sit just a point out. And, and this is a crazy race. It, it's, you know, we're... They are we're, seven points out. They are? Yes. I'm looking, Nashville and LA have 70 points. They have 62. Oh, you know what? I'm reading this wrong. Yeah, my bad. There are eight points out. Eight and then there's a out. three-way tie for for 63 with Seattle, St. Louis, and Calgary. Nashville. I apparently can't do math at 2 a.m. I, I can't see at 11 p.m. So, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of balances out, you know, unlike the uh, unlike the uh, the penalty with Burroughs and Vetrano earlier in the game. Um, but, you know, one of these things is I, I, I looked at the playoff matchups today and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to be interesting right now. Where's where's Rocket to say if the playoffs started tomorrow? Dallas and Nashville. You know, that that's a good one. Or no, I'm sorry. Vancouver, Nashville. Dallas yeah. and LA. Dallas and LA would be an interesting series. Right. Um, Vancouver, like Vancouver needs to figure stuff out. I mean, every team goes through a slump, and this is the first slump Vancouver's really had this year. And it, you know, I think they were kind of due for for a slump, but February was not kind to the Vancouver Canucks at all. No, no. Winnipeg, Colorado would be a good series, and of course, Vegas and Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, right? Like Vegas, Edmonton, two teams that absolutely, there's no love lost there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely. I think the West playoffs, uh, as of right now, would be would be super fun. Oh yeah, that'll be epic but getting back to vancouver i i mean is it blowing your mind that there's rumors of elias patterson getting traded to carolina of all places right now i i had to like double take when i read that to make sure that it wasn't right. just like uh like it wasn't just like a you know because it's trade deadline team and you always have especially now on twitter where oh yeah it's <laughs> gonna be a cluster you're going to get like, just like, I had to like be super shy. I'm like, who is, who is saying this? And is this the actual person saying this or is this an imposter? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, if, if they didn't think they would get pen to paper, I guess, what do you have to, what do you do at that point? But to me, it still baffles me that it would even be an option. But I guess if you're, if you're concerned that you're getting, you know, you can't get pen to paper, then you know, I guess you have to do what you have to do. Um, I think we saw that when the Flames traded uh, Kachuk. That was definitely a factor there. So, um, it would, but, you know, I, I it sounds like they're they're going to get a deal done. And so I think that's good for Vancouver because I, I, I think it would be sad. I mean, again, you know, Vancouver, one of the NHL's really cool stories this year to have that happen to them and, you know, and, and then to see, like, I, again, I don't, I'm not one of these Canadian teams must win the cup guy because I cheer for an American <laughs> team to win the cup every year, um, being San Jose Sharks fan. But, like, to, to see that happen again to, like, another Canadian team just, you know, because it doesn't seem like anyone else is having trouble holding down their stars. But we saw Calgary have to, you know, dump Kachuk and, and then to see Vancouver, you know, be rumored to be in that same situation. I think it's super sucks, man. Um as much as as I like to cheer for an American team, I think um, Vancouver. You know, I think just 
those fans deserve better, right? Like I think yeah. Calgary fans deserve better than the the shit they're in now. I think you, these are super passionate fan bases that I think it sucks when they can't keep their best players. Yeah, it's tough. And we've gone through that over the last few years with Burns, Carlson, and Timo Meyer. It's a different situation, though. These teams oh, absolutely. Are, but the, the, the Calgary Flames were at the height of their power and had to trade two of their best players. Yeah. It, and, right? And then losing the third height, one like to When free they were agency. good, the Sharks are rebuilding. Right. They, they had to... They, guys didn't i mean guys eventually wanted out but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like everyone wanted out when the sharks were good and when they were making the playoffs it right. was after when they started missing the playoffs year after year calgary flames were in the playoffs and then they had to trade their best player yeah and then it just has trickled down ever since um which which you know it's it's rough uh, but yeah, they'll be, I, but they'll be ready. Uh, hopefully, they'll be ready to go when their new rink opens up in a few years. So, yeah, I think I think you know I'm the beat plug. Uh, Eight thirty one in the chat saying this year's an, alum, an anomaly for Vancouver to get knocked out. I still think Vancouver's a good team, but their shooting percentage is really good. They remind me a lot of Seattle last year, mm. where for a long like for a lot of the season last year, everything Seattle put on the net just seemed to go in, and I think that's been the case. At least it was early on for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, no, it's like Vancouver's this year's Seattle, although they're they've taken it to a another level there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's just good team. Like again, Vancouver's you know Vancouver's been in the mud for a while. They picked up a lot of really good pieces. Um, so it, I think that they, I, I think even if they weren't shooting, uh, you know, a major, you know, if they I, I, even if their shooting percentage wasn't through the roof, I still think they're a good team. I still think they're 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 in the playoff picture i didn't think they would be this good yeah um, and i think if they if they if they regress a little bit i still think that they're going to be in the mix where um you know where i don't know I, I think they're a better team structurally than the creek than the kraken are so i oh, think they better. could they're, they could weather a little regression are you surprised that they've gone all in as quickly as they have this year no, I mean they should. They're they're riding high. They they've got some like again, they've got some really exciting young pieces. Um no, I mean they should go, you know. Uh I, I think a lot of teams you know, the the one thing, the one thing about rebuilds is that I always say this, is is that eventually the rebuild has to end. And I think a lot of teams don't capitalize when they start turning the corner quick enough. And then they don't because they don't capitalize on that swing that they they kind of languish in that gross middle. Right. Where you're kind of just you're not good, but you're not bad. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and I think that's that's the worst place to be is the you're not great, but you're also not bad. So I, I like the fact that Vancouver has done what they've done to try and to try and go. It's nice to see, and again, the playoffs yeah. are going to be fun. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be fun. I don't I, like. I'm not picking Vancouver to win the Stanley Cup, but I think that they they're they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, I look at the East too: Florida and Tampa, Battle of Florida, Detroit being back in, taking on the Rangers is going to be a good one. I mean, Boston, Toronto again, Carolina, Philly. It's going to be 
you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, credit to Steve Eisenman. I think I, I, you know, I like what he's done in Detroit. I think Detroit's a team that's only going to get better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's good to see. You know, it's nice to see some teams kind of finally getting out of them, but after being kind of in the doldrums for a while. Um, there's yeah. been a lot of pain in Detroit, so like <laughs> I I hate the Red Wings, man. But it's still like at the same we all time, do. Like, I acknowledge, <laughs> yeah. Like, but I but still, it's it's nice to see you know a team like that kind of get out of the mud. Oh yeah, for sure. And it'll be nice to see um, Buffalo get out of there eventually too. Hopefully, you would hope so, right? Because um, boy, think... how do they need they need it badly? Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm going to be plug 831. Let's talk about anything but the Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. On occasion, we do have to talk that, you know, playoffs do exist in, yeah, in the NHL. Exist, not for us. Yeah. But, uh... but they continue on. Uh, f- quick tidbits before we get out of here. Duclair's three points were a season high since yeah. last April Fools when he did it against Columbus with the Panthers. Uh, the fourth time this season that the Sharks have scored twice on the power play. Uh, last time was against Colorado, in Colorado. Uh, Fabian Zettern has hit a career high of 25 points this season with his two assists tonight. Uh, and then Granlin, six points in his last six games. He's registered 34 points in 37 contests. Which Yeah, man, Mikel Granlin, there's a guy that, you know, I was I was definitely in the camp that, you know, when they when they brought Granlin over, it's like, well, of course they brought Granlin over there. They make the cap work. Um, but he's been he's been, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised with Mikel Granlin. Um, I thought that based on his play in Pittsburgh, that maybe his best days were behind him. Maybe they still are. But I think that he's had a nice rebound in San Jose. Um, I don't know if teams are going to call because I still think that's a pretty cap hit that you would have to find a way to absorb somehow uh although it seems like the uh the theme of all the trades so far has been double retention so yeah maybe you could maybe you could make that work somehow but uh no you know what i will i was not a mikhail granlin believer at the start of the season and um he has changed my mind and it's tough for the sharks to get into the retention because they only have one spot left Correct. Yes, that is is also an issue. (laughs) So that's the tough part. When they will jump into the retention, I'm sure they would have to have some. And that would be like, and if you retain on Mikhail Granlund, you're retaining next year too. Right. That's that's the problem there, right? Like, so not only are you retaining. I mean, look, it's going to get better. Um, I mean, the Sharks are. Let's take a look at Cap Friendly here. Ye old Cap Friendly. I should just have this open before we start, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Don't don't worry. It's a live show. Who cares? Um, we'll edit this out. It'll be fine. We'll edit this out. Yeah, because we, we do all the editing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, retained salary. I mean, you know, Brent Burns is, comes off the off the thing at the end of next year, so there's that. Um, so they'll have a little flexibility there. I did, I just I just don't think that they want to be stuck with retention completely until the end of next year. I think that like someone would have to seriously blow their socks off to if if you're going after like a guy like Grantland to right make that work. Like I think the Sharks would have to extract a pretty significant price for that. And it's probably a price that I think a lot of teams would balk at. Um uh, completely agree. Completely agree. 
So with that, we will put a bow onto this one in case you missed anything. Or you want to watch this again, of course, hit, check a Teal Town USA wherever you get your podcast. Uh, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Always available at tealtownusa.com. But we will leave you with, uh, you know, make sure you leave a comment down below on on who do you, what did you like tonight in this game? Nice to see Hoffman get off the schneid. Duclair trying to increase his trade value. Eklund doing some things. Um, Kakanen not doing some things well. Uh, leave a comment down below on what you what you think uh, on the game and more with the Sharks. Uh, for us, we will be back with you Saturday following uh, Sharks and Dallas. I believe that's a... Let me pull up the schedule here. A, I know, way, way go for us to be prepared for these things, right? Uh, I believe it is a 5 p.m. start. Course now my computer likes to be slow. It's a uh, five p.m. start, and then I believe it is a four p.m. Yes. start on Sunday. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Ian, thanks again for doing this. It's time for yes. us to go to bed. But your final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, when the sharks do bad, it's good. At least if they're entertaining, will they do it? Especially when you give out tacos to everyone. Uh, yeah, if you can give out tacos and still put no <laughs> points on the board, I, I'm I'm all for it. Um, oh yeah, the Barracuda also lost again last night. Bad, huh. sad. Well, it was Coachella Valley, so what else is new? Yeah, I mean, I kind of said that was going to happen. <laughs> um, I did actually. You know what though? I do need to correct some things. I think I said on last show that Bordalo was out, and Bordalo has actually been back for the last few games, um, but everyone else is still out. So. I, I think I listed Bordalo as among the current injury um, candidates, and that was incorrect. So I apologize. We believe that they will be bringing in bubble wrap to both the Sharks and Barracuda locker rooms starting tomorrow. So <laughs> I hope so. At this point, yeah, please. Oh, my gosh. Uh, for Ian, I am Eric. Thanks for watching. Again, we'll see you following Sharks and Dallas on Saturday night. Until then, te take care. Teal together, everyone, and uh, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone.